Hello everyone and welcome to Life Beats with Sarisha on Radio Caravan 104.1 FM and 700 AM. This is your host Sarisha Kuchimanchi. I am really excited that you're here. It's a beautiful Saturday evening out. I'm a former tech exec. I host the podcast Women Career and Life and I'm a working mom. You can check out my podcast on any of the podcast platforms. Spotify included it's in the top 30% of podcasts and i share stories and advice for you to achieve your career and life goals i'm really excited to have our guest today lekna reddy she's here to talk about storytelling with data and you know the passion around it that she has lekna welcome so lekna just to give you a little bit about her she's pivoted into data analytics she is an educator in the sense she has taken to social media to really talk about data and helping enable others to get into the data space she has 108000 followers on instagram and 10000 on linkedin and this is no mean feat for any of you who are content creators you know how hard this is to do and how much work it takes to put it together So Lekna why don't you introduce yourself and let us know how you got into this Sure hello everyone firstly thank you Sirisha for having me here and for that beautiful introduction so yes i am currently a senior data governance analyst i've been in the space for over 5 years and one of the things that when i initially started was that I found that not many women specifically are there out there like teaching and educating other data data professionals and that's when I was like okay I I need to take a step and 2 years ago started on Instagram sharing my experience in da- in the data world and uh, yeah it's been like a wonderful journey so far and i love love educating especially women i'm i, I really want mo- to see more women in the data space and yeah that's been my focus you know you said it very well because so much of stem when you look at it women are not getting into stem careers but where the money is in such a way those are the careers you make the most money so think of all the top and companies right how many of them are tech companies so you really need more women to do it and i think what you're helping them with is really also able to pivot even if they didn't start in that space how do they upskill giving it in like little bite sized pieces i've been watching some of your videos they're pretty cool i like the ones in the kitchen where you're cooking up you know like fun and having things to do so getting people to engage so it's not a dry subject and they're like kind of dreading it so how do you let's talk about your social media presence and then we'll dive into what is data analytics and because it's a buzzword we hear about so what is it when you're doing your social media what are you thinking about yeah i so i'm a very creative person and also an al- very analytical person as well so i think i try to be as creative as possible because data is a very boring subject right <laughs> yes so i try to make it as creative as possible especially through videos or even just like content on linkedin i try to keep it as easy and as fundamental like right like the cooking thing that you were mentioning so i try to make it as real like world per se and keep it more fun and interactive and also another thing that goes with social media as as you know is again uh, how well we collaborate with others and how well we engage with the audience very true and for anyone who's a content creator you know it's so much work i mean you've grown so fast because you're putting a ton of work into it yes you're collaborating but even just your content is very amazing and you can see the evolution and progress as we all are growing on it and engaging and i 
see, I saw some of the comments that you're getting, you know, people are learning how to use data, as you said, can be quite of a die subject, but really thinking about the impact you're having. When one of my friends saw that I was going to have this interview and she's in India, by the mm -hmm. way, Aruna. So one of her teammates actually has been following your blog post, was very interested in learning Companies nowadays are collecting tons of data. What is it? Gigabytes, terabytes. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what byte size we are in. And how do we collect the right set of data? And then the art of storytelling. To your mm -hmm. point, as such a dry subject, everything is stories. That's the stuff that sticks with us. In, for anyone who's even presenting or talking about other things, even at a work meeting, storytelling is so critical. So what is it that they can do and how do they do that? Yeah. Firstly, thank you, Aruna, for following me and reading my blog posts. I greatly appreciate and support, like I really immense, very grateful for all the support that I received. So firstly, to talk about the storytelling aspect of data, right? One of the things in like under getting the right, even the right quality of data, it all starts with understanding the business problem. So if you're solving a problem, like for example, I think the latest that I can think about is COVID, right? So understanding what problem you're trying to solve and niching down as much as possible to understand what kind of data we need, right? There's so much data pr produced today, but not all data is really useful. We need yes. to take out all the gibberish data and get the right data to actually, so if, even to get the right data, you need to have that good understanding of the business problem to solve it. And when it comes to storytelling, it's all about how well you understand the business problem and how you are giving your analysis to the stakeholders. So it's it's all about that. Yeah. So again, it all boils down to understanding the business problem and the problem that you're trying to solve. You, you, you hit the nail on the head because I think often we get lost I, I, this is a story I remember, right? When I was a kid, and probably many people who, who are in that time will remember is we had a dearth of information. We didn't have enough information. You know, libraries were hard to combine. There was no internet then for anyone listening. There was a time there was no smartphone and internet. So we had to go figure out from books. Now it's the flip side. There's like so much information. Not all of it is accurate. And a bunch of junk as well that comes through. And really defining your problem statement and niching it down. You have to know exactly what question you're asking. And this is true even at like at work because I worked in tech and when we would try root cause or, you know, problem solving anything, the first question, if you really started to think about it is what problem are you trying to solve? Because otherwise you can come up with immense theories and never find the right solution. And answering that and storytelling is the things that stick with you. And if I was to think back on my days at work, when you know, colleagues or others presented, it's the stories that somebody mentioned. Those were the only things that stuck, not the data and the thing. So like having a tagline or something that like sparks an emotion in mm -hmm. us is kind of what sticks, right? Even though we might be working in hardcore tech or something, right. it does have an impact. Everything is a product or a service that touches somebody's life in a different way. So putting that perspective on it is always a good idea. So Let's go back to the basics. What is data analytics? It's a buzzword and I'm sure there are a lot of people wondering what it is that they keep seeing. So what does it actually mean when you say data analytics? Sure. So you can think of data analysis like I pretty much everyone these days have an iPhone or an Android. So if you just go to the usage metrics right tab and you can find so many metrics there, like you can see how much screen time you've used 
or like in which particular app, how much time, you know, you've spent. All that is data analysis. That is like the most basic thing. Like, so are you someone who likes to read that? Or try, you're trying to understand, okay, in this app, I've spent this much time. Uh, okay, on this app, I've spent this much time. So how, how much should I like reduce time on each app? So that is a basic analysis that you do. Yeah. So the the most, yeah, that again, that all that is data analysis. So if you're using any social media, Instagram, like literally if you your account is public, you'll be able to see again an analysis dashboard there. So all this is data analysis. Like, so yeah, that that that's the best example that I could give for anyone who's like curious to know what data analysis is. Yeah. So when you're thinking of like, what is the questions that you get from most people when they're trying to pivot? What is the things that they really enjoy and what is that they struggle with? And how do you kind of make them make it, you know, transition somewhat simpler? Sure. Yeah. So one of the most like, I think, basic questions that everyone like who's trying to transition asks like, okay, what course should I take? What? Okay. I've already taken this course. Am I doing a mistake? So these are some of the most common asked questions. And I always go back and say, like, first figure out, are you a problem solver, right? Like, not everyone like to problem solve, right? Because so I've, I've personally mentored folks who are gone so deep into, like, data science and stuff, paid, like, you know, I don't know, thousands of dollars on these, you know, huge boot camp programs. And they then they figure out that, okay, I don't want to do this. I don't like doing oh. this. So the first step that I always suggest is find out if you're a problem solver. Do you love solving problems? Like there are so many apps and games where you can figure out and see, you know, you can, if you really like to problem solve. And then if that is the case, then I would say probably maybe just take a Udemy or a Coursera course and then see, just dive into data science and data analytics and see if that's something that you really like doing and then take the next step of boot camps or, you know, any programs that you, you're interested in. And how did you get into the space? Like what made you transition? Like where is your background and what made you switch to this field? Yeah, so my background, I started actually, I also transitioned to data analytics. I did my MBA and then I started volunteering for a nonprofit where I used to help them do like all these social media analytics and stuff. That's when I was like, first time I came across analytics and uh, yeah, I just fell in love with it. And I was like, okay, this is something that I really want to do. And went on to like do my master's in data analytics. And uh, yeah, here I am. So very nice. By the way, if you're tuning in, this is Life Beats with Sarisha. I'm interviewing Lekna Reddy. She is a master of storytelling with data. That's actually her Instagram and LinkedIn profile. She has over 100,000 followers on Insta and over 10K in LinkedIn. And she's been doing this for actually fairly a short time. I would say a year and a half, yeah. two years. And she's really grown into this woman who's driving this direction and enabling people to pivot and switch to data. And the way she you know, processes and consumes and basically creates the content, I think makes it easy for people to understand and see themselves doing this. And she also highlights how to make the transition. And if you were just tuned in a few minutes ago, you could hear telling, you know, you really like to problem solve. Otherwise, data analytics may be not for you. It's, but it's fun to look at your social media and look at the analytics. But if you don't like it, then maybe that's not your cup of tea. So she's trying to make it easy for you to determine if this is the path you want to go in. 
So from your standpoint, what are some of the unique experiences people have? Like what are some positive stories that have done beyond just them learning the data analytics, but what stories have you heard and how it's transformed their journey? Yeah, I think one of the things is actually one of the beauty of being in data is mostly I would say like it it encompasses a lot of different fields. Like you can like I've seen personally nurses who become data analysts. I have seen even medical like doctors who want to like learn about data analytics. And I think that is the beauty of being in data. Like it there's no limit like who can become a data analyst or a data scientist because anything literally you can analyze and anything literally you can build some sort of metrics out of it. So I think to your question, I would say that is one of the beauty of being in this field. So when you say the nurses and doctors kind of switch, do they give up their profession and become data analysts or do they keep a foot here and a foot there? That's I guess that's what I'm curious. When yes. people pivot, do they like give up what they originally did or somehow they're able to figure out a way to mesh the two interests? Yeah, so I have seen doctors who mash the two together because they're trying to understand now since a lot of these, especially medical field, is using a lot of analytics per se. So they want to understand what exactly goes behind these analysis. So that's that's when the you know doctors mash the two together and try to understand what's going on. And that's actually very important in, in medical field as well. Yeah. So let's talk about code. That's mm-hmm. kind of what you started with as a problem statement, right? It's something that all of us have experienced globally. And there was a ton of data. There was a dearth of data mm-hmm. as well when it was going through. And there was a ton of data. So what can we do to think about data analytics? Like what did COVID highlight from the data and what did we learn from it? So I think like you must have noticed that, you know, like iPhone released this feature where, you know, it shows you nearby who has COVID or something like that. So each state had that, right? And you had to enable it. So that was a piece of data for Apple to like help analyze how many people in this area are affected. So that is where the data analysis comes in, right? Now you know in this area, there are so many people who are in, like, affected with the COVID and that can help us to like, at least like you're, you know that, okay, at this distance, there is someone who has been affected. So that is the one data point or data analysis where it, it could help us. And like the, just after that, probably even understanding how many in each area or state have been affected. So I think like for that particular case, I think this is where data analysis piece would come in. And how do people like, so say people take this, Mm -hmm. what kind of, you're giving them some basic information, right? Do people in data analytics need like a degree to find a job and what sort of jobs do they get into? And I'm sure your presence is global. So what do you see as sort of the global presence differently in each country and what does that requirement look like and what sort of jobs does it relate to? So as far as like needing like a job degree for data, I don't think you do need a degree. Okay, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah that makes so, it so much simpler then. <laughs> yeah, so I've see, personally seen like my colleagues in my previous work where they didn't have any degree, but they just had like passion for being in data and like understanding what's going on. So as like, but 
again, it's a lot of work if you don't have a degree. That would be a different scenario where you'll have to spend a lot more time to, you know, understanding data and especially SQL is one of the things that any data professional would need. So they would need to have some good SQL skills. And that's what that's one of the major things as far as the degree is concerned. And as far as the like the core, was that the core question that you asked? Yes. And what other like, I think I see Python and other things. So what other skills do they need? And what sort of because you said it's, you know, in every industry in every Mm -hmm. place that data has what sort of jobs do they get and what does that look like because you started out we started talking about stem and women and having less people in data so it's kind of circling back to that right what does that look like for them yeah so actually data science and data analytics are two different things right so for a data analyst your options are much wider like when i wider in the sense you can become you can become even marketing analyst financial analyst so there are different analysts for different kind of domains like healthcare analysts so there are different domains that you can get into if you're into analytics whereas data science is more focused on data science machine learning ai mm. and those kind of stuff so actually there's always like different companies also like talk differently about data science and data analytics. So that's where the difference comes in. But I always suggest that if anyone's trying to transition to data, always try to get in, get in your get your foot into analytics and then jump into data science. Hey, I've become a huge <laughs> fan of Chat GPT. I've been using it for the last three weeks just to play around, not to generate content as much as you know, looking at how to reword things mm-hmm. and stuff. It's it's been it's been mind-boggling to see, right? The first time I tried using it, it was a bit challenging. So have you tried using ChatGPT? Yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> what do you use it for? So I use usually use it for like if I'm doing some like pet projects, I just use it for code. I use it for even writing, like rewriting, you know, all my stuff, like content. Yeah, it's just been my great like helper, like a personal assistant. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> uh, and in all transparency here, if you see the, I've, I've started to use this, and this is what I started with the first one, is when I put the title, I come up with the title, but I use ChatGPT to see if it comes up with a better yes. phrasing of how I'm going <laughs> to use the title for this radio show when I have the guests come in. And, you know, it's it's great to see, I mean, this this person or this being. And for those of you who may not know, the CTO behind ChatGPT is is a lady who actually started as a mechanical engineer and has moved into this. So Mira Maruti, and it's mm-hmm. so amazing to see that. And I wish there would be more focus. I know open AI is a humongous field and there's a lot of people working on it. But since we're talking about women and STEM, you know, it's, it's great to see these role models of right. which you are one, because that's what people are seeing, to have them as role models for people to say, hey, I can do this because not everyone has access. You know, some of us have access and opportunities, but if you don't have, that's where internet and social media comes in. The positive is it gives people the opportunity to see others like themselves and get knowledge in this case, right? For for not paying anything because that becomes also a limiting factor. And what is some of the transformation? So what kind of, give me some insights into what people have reached out and told you about, hey, I learned this from you, Lake. Now, what does that look like? Yeah, so I think 
one of the things that usually people tell me is like especially the content like how i kind of break it down to understand it easily and i think that has been something that people have told me about and said that you know what i especially there was one reel where i kind of broke down the different types of data or something so the the way like the breakdown of it was very easy to understand and i was really like like uh, i'm really grateful for that and also there was there were a couple of things where you know not usually like i i I see a lot of women these days who have have been doing data science content but what I what I see the gap is not many women dive into the technical concepts and I and I I feel that you know any women any anyone who is watching this today I really really want more women to come and talk about technical stuff and I think that's something that I really want to see happen yeah I think that's the only way right we we all have the access we all can do yes. it it's just the more of us we do it and i'm a techie so those of you watching listening i'm a tech exec i come from a physics and an engineering background having done all of that work and it is very important to see those role models i think when you're already doing it and you've had access you don't think about it because that was my situation but the more you talk to people i i have high school children so you know when i meet even girls in their age group or middle school kids even them they're starting to question should i go into stem am i good enough and it always to to be honest surprises and incredibly shocks me because i'm thinking you're going to these schools so you you're going to these schools which have a lot of you know sort of access and people mm-hmm. who are in that field for you to doubt yourself it just makes you question so we have to do our part i think like nas exactly on point you know for us to open those doors and be more frank we will all make mistakes we will all learn so right. giving others the understanding that it's okay it's okay if you fail it it'll be fine and i know this is everyone's listening to this podcast but we are also talking to the young women and girls who who might need a little bit more insight into what else they can do like now why don't you tell us how people can reach you sure yeah you can follow me on storytelling by data on instagram or we have a youtube channel where you can follow me on storytelling by data or you can also reach out to me <laughs> on linkedin my name is lekna reddy so yeah and if you don't know lekna actually does a linkedin live on saturday mornings yes. <laughs> i see her you know typing in and that's that's perseverance to wake up on saturday morning yeah. to do this you know regularly as she's getting people to do it i'm also going to let you know if you are interested in looking at women in leadership you can tune in and listen to my podcast it's women career and life it's spelled w o m e n c a r e e r and life you can find it on any podcast platform i do want to thank lekna for being here today it's been wonderful and mm-hmm. is there anything we missed that you should would like to share about data analytics um, or we've got it all covered for the most part yeah i think one last thing that i would like part with is i really want more women to be in this field so if you are a data professional watching this go ahead create that content and share it with the world yes perfect <laughs> perfect ending